Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, you, yes. you guys are in here way early. Yes. yes. We'd like to be on time if we can. I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't mention any names. All I'm saying <laughs> is that I'm not used to artists being in here 15 minutes early. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. We like to do things differently. Well, it's great to finally meet you guys. You too. Dance. Oh, America's Dance 30. Counting down the biggest dance songs in the country. This is America's Dance 30. Dan Nikos, Switch Disco, welcome to America's Dance 30 for the first time. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. And I got to be honest, I'm glad, Dan, that you pointed to Nikos because this is the first time we're meeting, so I didn't know which one was which. So. Was it not obvious? I think it's pretty obvious who's the Greek one, right? <laughs> hey, you can say that. I can't. <laughs> oh, my accent as well. The look. Your English is that good, you know? No, I mean, I hope I do. Listen, I wouldn't appreciate you guys saying I look Canadian Jewish, which I am, so. <laughs> So are you guys are you guys in Greece now or are you Yeah, yes, we're, we're actually in the office of the club that we we've, we've had a summer residency at the whole summer. <laughs> Stop, really? Yeah, we've literally just been out for dinner with the club owner and uh, the management team here because we finished our residency last week. Uh, but Nikos is from the island. So we came back here for just like three or four days um, to just hang out for a bit and and say our goodbyes. Um so, yeah, we, we're literally in the office of the club that we've been at all time. So do you say to the manager, uh, could you give us a second, please? <laughs> uh, we, we actually said, said, shut the door and we'll let you know when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you guys own Greece. Well, congratulations on React with Ella Henderson and Robert Miles going number one. That is so amazing. Thank it's, you so much. It's it's incredible. I mean, all the way out there having the number one is uh, we don't have words really. It's very surreal for us to be honest. Yeah. Very surreal. Now, is this Switch Disco's first number one? I believe so. Yeah. It's only it's only our second ever release. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about that coming up because your guys' story is so interesting. And honestly, I, I can't wait to find out how this smash was born because, I mean, not only is Ella Henderson amazing, but Robert Miles' Children is one of my favorite songs of all time. So can't wait to find out how the song was made. But first, let's get to know Switch Disco a little better with Finky's Firsts. Okay. Oh, We've had a few bottles of wine at dinner, so uh, I've had a shot of tequila as well. So yeah. it'll honestly probably make it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I love finding out the origin story of artists. And like you just mentioned, you know, this is only your second release, but Switch Disco was actually born 10 years ago, right? Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, pretty much so. It was the, the brand was, was initially set up just to put a name to kind of edits we were doing for our DJ sets. Um, we didn't put a face to that brand, first of all. Um, but yeah, 10 years ago. 10, 10 years, long time ago. Wow, that is insane. So for anybody that thinks that making it happens overnight, there you go. You got to keep pumping that. Yeah. But was music the first thing you guys wanted to do when you were growing up or was there something else? Yeah, 100%. Um, I started playing music when I was 13 and damn pretty much after school, you went to college. Yeah, no, I, I was I was never someone when I was at school. Like I was never someone who was like, I'm going to be this when I'm older. Like I, I never had that kind of vision back then. Um, but I, I, I finished school. Uh, I, I went to college. I started going to like house parties uh, in the UK, and I saw people DJ for the first time. And it was the first time I was obsessed with something. And I was like, I need to know everything about what's happening in front of me. And from that point on, I went to music college and then went into the industry from, from there. But yeah, Nikos a lot a lot earlier. It, it, it happened a lot different for me because, as we just mentioned, I'm from here. I'm from this island and this is a pretty much tourist island and it's got bars and clubs everywhere. So when I was 13, my brother was working as a bartender. He was like, do you want to come down to the bar and help me with the glasses? But there was a laptop there and I could put music on YouTube. And then a couple of weeks later, the bar owner was like... Um, don't worry about the glasses, just play play music and and then bought me some decks. And then since I was 13, I, I became a DJ, whether I liked it or not. Wow. But, but turns out I loved it, went to music school as well. And and yeah, met dad in 2009. Like music's always been in our families as well. Like Nick Nicholson's dad was, was very musical. My mum was a music teacher. So music has always been around us, I guess, subliminally. For, from from the minute we were born, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to to get that into a career like took us a, a few more years. Well, thank God it finally did for you guys. Now, do you remember the first time you guys actually met? We do. Yes. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a positive story. <laughs> no, it was it was through mutual friends. I'm trying to think of the bits we can talk about of the story. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, it was it was it was it was through mutual friends of ours, good friends of ours who we're still friends with now, uh, from the UK. Um, they uh, were doing uh, management of, of nightclubs over in the UK. They then come out to Greece where Nikos was already working. They got involved in a club here. They then brought me out from the UK, uh, and then we worked together back in two thousand and eleven. Mm. Um, although we did meet the year before very briefly briefly yeah yeah 2011 was was the time that we we kind of really met each other and got to know each other and that's that's when i started uh going back and forth from greece to the uk winter summer and that's when we pretty much started forming the brand Mm. was switch disco the first name you guys were going to go with so so the actual name was 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 set up there there was there was someone else before involved, um, and we kind of had a, a, a very loose forming of the brand um, back then. So we kind of came up with the name, and this is going back 15, 16 years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Nikos then came on board as a third member, 
the other member who was involved then got involved more in events rather than DJing. Uh, and when he went in that direction, which we, is which is ten years ago, that's when we then decided, right, we need to do more here. Like we we need to do more than it just be a name to, to edits we're doing. We need to put a face to our brand. Um, we decided to keep the name because Switch was uh, our edits were switching the original to a remix or a different drop or an a cappella or an instrumental, things like that. So Switch was perfect, and then Disco just sounded just nice. To, yeah, it just sounded nice. Who <laughs> <laughs> well, Switch you Disco? Like, I've got my own answer for that. But neither, neither. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, as we were talking about, you guys started by doing mashups and remixes. Do you remember the first song that you guys produced? I remember the first mashup I did. No, I don't. But this was years ago. Is it, isn't that garage one? Yeah. 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 So I, I, there, there was a, there's a quite a big scene um, years ago called, called UK Garage back in the UK. Absolutely. So when, I, when I first started DJing, I only played UK Garage. It was it was all on vinyl. Um I didn't want to play any anything else. Like that's all I wanted to do. Um, and I started. Uh, uh, I found an acapella on on a on a vinyl, and I was like, I'd love to to use this and, and put some different instrumentals behind it. Um, so that was the first mashup I ever produced. Um, that ended up being played by like every big UK garage DJ wow. in the country. EZ. I gave it to EZ first of all. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know EZ from the UK. Um, but huge, huge DJ over there, um, and my idol still. Uh, so yeah, like, I, I gave my stuff to him, and he was playing it on like national radio stations over in the UK, and then other DJs kind of followed what he was doing, and yeah, that was my yeah. my first ever edit that I made. Whereas I, I grew up in a more underground house scene mm. um, back then with Defected, Africanism, some Afro house, and it was very underground. And I started producing and making. 10 minute extended deep house tracks oh like, for like 10 minutes which was cool I mean 
12, 13 years ago. It was really cool. Um, not anymore. We thought of the better now, they say. Uh, but yeah, but since we, we got together and we started like playing out in clubs and stuff, I read it became more condensed and more elements in them. And we, we yeah, we kind, of, we kind of, we, we started off, we're well not started off, but a lot of our edits would just be like Nicole said, like quick hitters, uh, like shorter edits, like straight to the point, like no breakdowns, quick intros, that kind of stuff. Straight yeah. to the hook sometimes. Straight to the, yeah, hook, hooks in just to kind of intensify our DJ set. So, and we still do that now, like we're still doing that kind of edit as well as all the mashups as mm. well. You guys were making DJ tools before DJ tools was actually a thing. I'll tell you, there's actually a DJ who, who we refer to all the time. There's a guy called Conflict who I actually met out in Vegas 10 years ago. Um, and I saw him play at uh, the Bellagio. And I listened to the way he was playing. And he was, he was, he was a resident DJ. Like, he was playing all commercial music. Um, and I recognised everything he was playing, and I also knew the structure of the songs he was playing. I was like, "Well, he's done something there. Like this, this goes straight to the point." Um, and I came back from that trip to Vegas and totally reinvented the way that I DJ completely. Like I was like, "I need to be like this guy." Like he he, he was just on another level. And we actually met him. We, we met him in Miami. in Miami this year, and we went back. And he's kind of followed us since we kind of got together and it's, it's quite a strange circle because he's been very influential in both of our DJ sets mm. and, and our careers really. There's actually a lot of American DJs and DJ pools that um, they do it right out there. Yeah. And um, we, we've always looked up to um, the American scene and the DJ edits and the, the competitions out there. Um, yeah, really good. Mm. Yeah, it's so crazy how music has changed because I started doing a dance underground show about the time when you could get away with like eight minute Tiesto songs at the time. <laughs> now oh, wow. that's not even a thing anymore. <laughs> but even the UK Garage, we have, so I'm in Florida and we've got Florida Breakbeat, which was kind of like UK Garage, except it wasn't as fast as garage was more broken than breakbeat was uh but i love stuff from like uh craig david and even daniel beddingfield did stuff early on that was like that yeah i mean i mean daniel beddingfield his his big hit was released on the the label that we are now signed to no crap yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow gotta get through this such history Yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, Relentless played a big part into the garage scene back in the UK. Yeah. And for, for Dan to, to have started buying vinyls from that label back then and now releasing his own tune on the same label is closer. You did, um, you did that Instagram post. Yeah, where, so, when, so when, when React went silver in the UK, like, I've, got, I've got the plaque that we were sent like next to a load of record sleeves that I went into a, a local record shop and, and bought years and years and years ago. Yeah, and I've written the BPMs in the top right-hand corner. And I've got all of these record sleeves on the same label that we then released on. And yeah, it's quite surreal. That is absolutely incredible. Full circle there. Well, finally, in Finky's yeah. first, in honor of React, going number one, of course, it samples Robert Miles' Children. Do you remember the first dance song that made you guys fall in love with EDM? Wow, wow great question. 
Great question. I mean, I remember the the first job that I ever had. Um, I was working in like a local shop. I was about 14 years old, and with my first paycheck, I bought Clubber's Guide to Ibiza, which was a Ministry of Sound yes. compilation album. Um, and again, I, I I remember I remember Cafe Del Mar Energy 52 was on that was on that. Uh, That's a good one. Was on that classic. Album. Yeah, and then from there, I used to get a lot of all the Ministry of Sound albums. Um, and again, I, I, I was kind of just fascinated of how these things went into each other. And back then, I didn't understand any of it. But a, a one one particular song, I mean, I, re- I mean Robert Miles' Children, I, I had on CD. I remember listening to that on repeat. Um, and it would have been around that era. Um so many, too many to mention. Too many to mention. I, 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 couldn't, say one. I couldn't say one either. Yeah, like all of the big ones from back there, that Fragma, Tokus oh. Miracle, oh. Um, Café Del Mar, all of, all of those, all, like Insomnia, like, all of those big tunes. That York, Pretty York, much Shade, York on the Beach. York one. on the Beach, that's a good one, yeah. All of, the, all of these uh, records pretty much shaped dance music and influence. DJs and records now. Absolutely. And it was... It's clear, right? But, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think there's one in particular. I, I, I don't think there is. It was such an amazing time of music back then. Like you had, you know, Wink, Higher State of Consciousness. That was, oh, that was one of those that made me fall. I don't know if you guys have heard of Lustral every time. That was a... a, I've got that that on vinyl. Man, it was such a good time. But let's yeah. talk about this amazing smash, React. Of course, like I mentioned, Children is one of my favorite songs of all time. In fact, it's my ringtone, the original Robert oh, Miles song. How did you guys decide to take on this classic? So we we actually did. We Obviously, it's, it's such an iconic instrumental. And with the content we put out and the mashups we put out, we're always looking to, to use iconic um, elements of, of vocals or, or instrumentals. So we we did a few um, with with Robert Miles. We did one with uh, Nelly Furtado, Say It Right. Uh, we did one with Sigal and Lullaby. Uh, both both went viral. Um, and then our label, Jamie from who, who's the uh, head of A and R at Relentless, who has some amazing ideas, came to us and said why don't we remake Robert Miles' Children? And we both said, no, no chance. There's no chance we're touching that. It's Absolutely an iconic no track. Yeah. We're not doing it. And then the, the label and Jamie said, trust us, we're not going to put it out if it's not really good. And we went into the studio, made the first version of it, um, played around for a couple of months with it, and then sent it to Ella, sent it to their team, and they came back with... This amazing top line. Yeah, like we, we said to Jamie, we were like, it, it's it's such an iconic instrumental that the vocal has to match it equally, otherwise this this just can't happen. And we, we were actually in Zanti, um, in Nikos's car, not far from, from the club we're in now. And we heard Ella's first version. Uh, there, there's a there's a video of that online somewhere. Um, and literally the, the first play that we went through, we were like, she's nailed it. Like, she's, she's absolutely nailed it. And we didn't end up changing much. No, no, God. There was, I think we added, we added 
a, a slight second verse yeah, middle and eight. a middle eight. Um, but apart from that, the first version we heard is, is the one that ended up being released. But it was a risk. It was a, a huge risk, right? Like, like for so many people, we thought we were going to get a, a lot bigger backlash than we did um, from from purists, which we completely would would understand. Some um, some some people like very few, but some people were like, "You shouldn't be touching this," or or some people were very nice and said, "You shouldn't be doing this," but at least it's done all right. Like it doesn't sound bad. So I think because it was done so well by by Ella and, and Megan who who who, who wrote the lyrics. Um, it was done so well that when people heard it, they went, you know what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you guys actually mentioned that, you know, as a programmer and as a dance music lover, I get very nervous when a song comes by that, you know, somebody tried touching a classic. You get very nervous that it's not going to be good. But the first time that I heard it from Ultra, when Phil sent it to me, I was like, wow, this is really good. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank How you. long ago did you guys work on it? I think I think we made the first version of instrumental before last summer. So it would have been twenty. Uh, it would have been like maybe May twenty two. May twenty two. Wow. And then, and then Ella's, Ella's version we got in August twenty two, and then we released January January twenty three. So it was pretty fast once you guys started going through it. We had we had a, we had a yeah we had a few back and forths with with. Um, uh, different different writers, uh, the top liners and things like that. But it was pretty straightforward. Like when we heard Della's version, we're like, mm, well, this is this yeah. is it. Yeah, she always kills it. Now, something that I love to find out is how many different versions there are of a song from when you start working on it all the tweaking to it to when you finally put it out. I know you mentioned that there weren't too many versions once you got Ella's vocals, but in the production side of it, do you remember what V it was? V22, I think I've got on my laptop. V22. But it might, it might have been one one syllable or, or, or an S. Or can, can we please have like this S bridging into the, the chorus or something silly, but... Ella, Ella and her team are very, very good at what they do. So there, there was some notes from them as well. And then mixing and mastering, there was a few versions there. But all pretty standard, I think, when it comes to... to it got, it got, yeah, it was, the, the it probably got to about V4 and it was pretty much done. Mm. But then it was just little intricacies after that, that we're really particular. Our label is obviously Ella's team as well. We ended up, we ended up moving... The, the the pre-chorus after the verse. It was a lot of structural changes. Yeah, it, it was yeah. like we ended up moving that part into the middle of the song and then creating a middle eight and then. But to be honest, the the song was pretty much there. It was just like piecing yeah. it together. That's so incredible. Now, obviously, rest in peace, Robert Miles. But when you guys are are touching classics like this and making mashups, do you think about what the original artist is going to think about it, or do you not even worry about it? No, of course, of we, course. We like, really do. The, let's be honest. Like the the genius of 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 Robert's instrumental. Like unless he made that happen, obviously this would never happen. It's it's firmly based on that. Um, so yeah, of course, we're, and we were very, we were very conscious of of how he, his team would would receive it. Luckily, we we got a a, a personal message from his. I think it was his dad. I think. His dad commented on one of our 
Facebook posts uh, saying he liked the track. Oh, yeah. wow. Which was, which, was, which was a real win emotionally because, yeah, sure. you know, you, you get, you see that and you're like, oh, we must be doing something right here. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's very much at the forefront of our mind. Like, these, these people have, have, I mean, we've sampled their genius. That's what we've done. Um, and the fact that it, it seems, well, the fact that their team were like, yeah, it's okay to do, and that comment from, from his family meant, meant the most to us because we were like, okay, we've, we've done all right here. Like, it's, it's approved by the people that actually matter. We feel the same sometimes when we, when we put out a mashup on TikTok or Reels and then one of the original artists comment and says, oh, this is sick or this is amazing. You're like, yes, I've got the approval. I didn't ruin the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we put out um, uh, uh, Calvin Harris versus uh, Swedish House Mafia mashup the other week. And both, I think, Axwell and Sebastian so, yeah. both commented on it and were like, yeah, sick. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Calvin to say it's cool, and then we've got a full house. Yeah. Now you're just dropping names. Now you're just showing off. <laughs> now, did you guys use the original children for the sample, or did you guys reproduce it? It was replayed. Really? Wow. I mean, it sounds absolutely amazing. So congratulations on your number one with React. What is next for Switch Disco? Funny you should say that. <laughs> um, we had we had a, um, a follow up pretty much ready to go. Um, it didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, but this is life. Uh, but we've been working with some incredible writers, producers, vocalists over the last few weeks. When we've been flying back to the UK in between shows, um, we've been lucky enough to be in sessions with some hugely talented people. Um, and we're working on 20, 25 demos at the minute. Um, all of which we think could be something. Um, there's lots going on. We're working on lots at the minute. We're just trying to decide which is the best way to go. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got lots to come for sure. Well, let's hope it's not another 10 years before another release. <laughs> Dan, Nico's Switch Disco, thank you so much for your time with us on America's Dance 30. It's great finally meeting you guys. Thank you so much for Thank having us, much. and hopefully we'll be out there soon. There's a lot of people who want us to come out there. Hopefully we'll be out there for some shows very soon. America's Dance 30. Counting down the biggest dance songs in the country. America's Dance 30.